friends, welcome to the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast, where we're all about taking action and making progress towards what matters most. My name's Brittany, and I'm a coach, community builder, and your self-care BFF. My heart is to empower and equip hardworking, purpose-driven women just like you to take care of yourself so that you can go out into your world and love and serve from that overflow. Each week, we'll tackle topics that help you show up as your best self, navigate sticking points, and get real and raw about what it takes to be on journey. I'm the founder of the Self-Care Sisterhood community, and I believe we weren't meant to do life or our journeys alone. I wanna help you live your best life. So welcome, let's dive in. Hey, hey, Sisterhood. Happy almost Halloween and happy almost end of another month. This month has been a wild one for our family with travels and such, and IDK about you, but October flew freaking by. Yes, I've been focused. Yes, I've been intentional. And yes, homegirl is ready to be home and into some routine. You feel me? Today's episode is going to be a quick one because I want to hype you up and encourage you as I'm home, coming up for some air. Recently, I started opening up and sharing a bit of my story with laying down my health and fitness coaching business and then taking the leap at the top of this year to start this podcast and expand on this community we've been building together. And gosh, y'all, it was scary. Fear was a huge piece of what held me back before taking this leap, and for good reason, right? I know we tend to think of fear as this negative emotion, but fear actually serves an important role in keeping us safe from potential danger. Like, I'm glad I feel fearful when I hear a noise at night in my backyard because it helps me navigate what to do next. I'm grateful that I learned to fear a hot stove at a young age because I know as an adult to keep my hands off of it. Fear can be helpful. So that's why today I'm not going to tell you to not feel fear or give some inspirational messaging like be fearless when that's not even realistic. No, fear is real. You can feel it. And we aren't going to pretend it doesn't exist. It rises up in our bodies when there's a threat of any kind. It can be physical, emotional, psychological. And y'all, it doesn't even have to be a real fear. Our bodies literally react the same to imagined fears even if they're not real. That's why today's conversation is so powerful, friends, because it's a two-part, like a yin and yang kind of conversation. I want to help you learn how to acknowledge and feel your fear because it's a real freaking thing. And I don't want to stop there. I want to coach you to do the dang thing anyway. You ready? Let's dive in. So the first part is feel the fear. You can't be brave unless you feel fear first. Let that sink in. That woman you admire who seems so courageous, she takes the leaps and the risks and seems to do it so fearlessly. While you're watching, wishing, and waiting, she's working. She's doing it. And it's so attractive to watch that, right? But hear me on this. Her example, that thing that she looks so fearless doing, it requires bravery. And bravery can only exist if you're doing something scary. So bravery can't be a display of fearlessness, it just can't. When I look back on what held me back from leaping out of a space that I truly had outgrown, it was the idea, you guys, that I was good at it. Like, I knew for a while that this was something that I was kind of considering, laying this down, starting something new, but fear kept me in it because I knew how to wake up and do that job and do it well. And this, taking a leap, starting a podcast, building a new brand and a website and a community, it was scary. It is scary. I'm not even going to lie. There's nothing fearless about the leap. It was actually quite filled with fear. 
And in past episodes, I've talked about this idea of fear being allowed in the car, right? But that it can't drive it. And I wanted to share with you today where I've actually gotten that reference from. In Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, she shares this idea called the road trip. She explains that in order to deal with her fear, she made a decision that if she wanted creativity, big goals, dreams, and fulfillment to come to fruition in her life, she would have to get comfortable with fear being there too. There would have to be space for the fear to coexist with the dreams. And I wanted to read you a short excerpt from the book that I really love, where she writes a message, writes a little short letter to fear itself. She writes, Dearest Fear, Creativity and I are about to go on a road trip together. I understand you'll be joining us because you always do. I acknowledge that you believe you have an important job to do in my life and that you take your job seriously. Apparently, your job is to induce complete panic whenever I'm about to do anything interesting. And may I say, you are superb at your job. So by all means, keep doing your job if you feel you must. But I will also be doing my job on this road trip, which is to work hard and stay focused. And creativity will be doing its job, which is to remain stimulating and inspiring. There's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us, so make yourself at home. But understand this, creativity and I are the only ones who will be making any decisions along the way. I recognize and respect that you're part of this family, and so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still, your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat, and you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. You're not allowed to touch the roadmaps. You're not allowed to suggest detours. You're not allowed to fiddle with the temperature, dude. You're not even allowed to touch the radio. But above all else, my dear old familiar friend, you are absolutely forbidden to drive. Isn't that amazing? It's literally stuck with me all these years. If you've never read her book, Big Magic, I highly recommend snagging it, picking it up, especially if you feel like, you know, you've got something laid on your heart that you feel really called to do and pursue or go for it, or you just feel like you've been stuck in a cycle where you have goals, but you never really see them through to fruition and you find yourself like in that trap, right? It's just a cycle. I highly recommend the book. It's literally stuck with me all these years and I continue to share the concept because I've lived it out and breathed it out and seen the fruit that comes when you don't allow fear to control your choices. You have to feel the fear and make space for it. There is no such thing as fearless when you're pursuing a life on purpose, my friends. But how do I feel the fear? What are some tangible ways that you could walk away from today's episode and implement the feeling of fear, right? Okay, well first, fear grows in darkness. Know this. Feeling the fear does not mean you simply internalize it to the point where you talk yourself out of the big thing that's been laid on your heart. Fear alone in your mind it grows. It grows in the darkness. So we have to get it out. A couple ways that I like to do this, talking about it with someone you can trust with your tiny seed of a dream and idea. And remember this, I've gotten this wrong a lot of times. You cannot trust everyone with that tiny seed. So when you're talking about what's getting in your way or what you're afraid of, make sure that whoever you're speaking about that with, that it's sacred space and that you kind of set up some ground rules, right? Like I want to do this thing, this is how I've been feeling and making sure that they understand that you don't want them to talk you out of it because that's what fear is trying to do, right? The other thing I like to do is journaling it out. Just getting my ideas out on pen and paper makes a world of a difference. Physically seeing like in front of me what I'm afraid of sometimes becomes laughable, right? And so taking a second, journaling it out, putting pen to paper, that is helpful. I also like to create a mantra for my business or my goals so that I can remember it and recite it when fear creeps in. They could be affirmations, they could be mantras, they could even be scripture, but something that's gonna help you align yourself back to the truth of who you are, what you're doing, and what you're capable of is everything. I even like to take it a step further and maybe put it as like my phone wallpaper background or even like on a sticky note and put it in my bathroom on the mirror where I can see it every day. 
And then another thing that I'll do, you guys, if I start to feel fear rise up or I'm just not doing so well mentally, like I'm not in a very high vibe space internally, I will change up my scenery. I will move my body. I will get out of the house and go for a walk, get some fresh air, maybe put on a podcast in my ears that's going to inspire me and just have like the scenery and maybe the words that are coming into my mind just kind of be a little different. It's like I've got to change the station on the radio, right? Like the playlist is going and it's not serving me anymore. So I have to change that up. Okay, so a couple different ways to get it out, talking with somebody, journaling it out, creating a mantra that you can recite or remember, and then moving your body, changing up your scenery. Those are all really helpful. The key though is to feel the fear outside of your mind because the more it loops itself on repeat in your mind, the more it will grow in that dark place and we don't want to do that. So first thing is feeling the fear, but the second thing is do the dang thing anyway. Two parts of this episode, right? More often than not, I find that we get stuck in the first part of this episode. We are really good, ladies, at feeling the fear. Can I get an amen? But if all you do is feel the fear, then fear gets in the way. It'll cause you to make choices that are easy and safe and unhealthy for the highest version of you versus acting courageously and moving forward with positive action and preparation for a life you freaking love building. The former is easier in the moment, like real talk, but those choices, they come with great regret and consequences later. And the latter, acting courageously, moving forward with positive action and preparation. I get it, it's tougher in the moment, but it's the route to building your dreams and desires and that's why we're here together, right? I once heard this idea that you have to be the CEO of you, and by CEO, I mean chief energy officer. There is no one looking out for you but you, sis. That's why self-care is the foundation of what we do here. It's that ownership, it's that responsibility of taking care of us, right? No one, it is no one else's job to do that. And if you've been allowing fear to drive the car and not pursuing your goals or your dreams because you're worried what Sally on the internet or Aunt Carol at Thanksgiving dinner is gonna think of you, then the first thing I need you to do is get laser focused on being the CEO of you. How are you managing your energy? How are you taking care of you? Trust me, there would be no self-care sisterhood, no podcast, no community, no Inspire Beauty Brit on social media without a happy, healthy Brittany. I work harder on Brittany than you'd probably expect. My energy, my knowledge base and skill set, my habits, behaviors and routines, my focus and intentions. I work really freaking hard on all of that. And I share this because the first thing to get cut when you're stressed, when you're tired, overwhelmed or anxious are these very assets. We repeat the same lame excuse that we don't have time. We wait on our dreams until we're less busy, but spoiler, you guys, less busy isn't coming. When we cut things like sleep, self-care, time with loved ones, fitness, eating well, hydrating, guys, you stay stuck, safe, and living in a whole lot of same, you feel me? I've been there. That's what actually caused me to leave the classroom and pursue my fitness coaching business because I was so sick and tired of the same sad story I was telling myself. And fear loves this, y'all, loves it. This is when fear wins because it keeps you miserable for the sake of same. That's where we shake things up. Feel the fear and now do the dang thing anyway, starting with managing your energy and then make forward movement. Momentum, you guys, is everything. If fear has a nemesis, it would be action. It truly is your secret weapon because fear loses its power when you pick up momentum. Because it's not that you can't do scary things, right? It's that for most of us, we just don't. We spend so much time buying the planner, the markers, the highlighters, setting up our new home office, creating graphics on Canva. Hi, I'm talking to me. Meanwhile, we forget to even tell people that we have a business and can offer them help. I did this for a long time in my health and fitness business. I love playing coach, and I'll put that in quotes. I love playing coach. I would clock in and sit at my desk and scroll social media pretending like I was working, but I didn't have a growing social media account offering value. 
I didn't have clients. And I learned real quick that if you don't have a solution to people's problems and you don't have actual people to work with, you don't have a business. I needed to take action that helped me build the business, right? I had to post on social consistently. I had to network and reach out to potential clients. I had to invite women to join my online community and it was scary and it was uncomfortable. And I certainly wasn't that great at it when I started, but I had to start. And so if you feel like today, you know, you've been doing a lot of getting ready, like this might be the word for you. Stop buying the leggings and like planning the workout like you're gonna start Monday, right? But also with this idea of getting started, I think you have to understand that it being scary, it being uncomfortable, and also not being very great at something when you start is all part of the process. I get better at this podcast every time I show up and press record, right? I get better at posting on social media and it becomes less awkward when I share my story every time I show up and post on social media and share a piece of my story. I get better at talking about my dreams, talking about my business, talking about my goals when I show up and do them. And the same is true for you. We get trapped in the getting ready to start and fear also loves this. When you're getting ready, it's fun and it's exciting and you have those butterflies of dreams on your heart of what could be. But when you don't put in the actual right work, you don't reap the results. And then you get frustrated that it's not working. No, honey, (laughs) you didn't work. Hear my heart, I've been there. And I've mentored so many women in this space. Fear wins when frustration kicks in. It's that voice that says, I told you so. You could never actually do that. Who do you think you are? Whether that thing is a new fitness plan, maybe it's trying to conceive, going on a dating app and putting yourself out there, starting the new business, meeting new friends, saving money, locking in a new routine. I don't know. I don't know what your that is, but whatever your that is, I promise you that fear would love it if you never even got started. So today's episode, super quick. I just want to get in your ear and hype you up a little bit that you can feel the fear. Get the fear out of your head. Feel it. It's real. It's true. It's valid. But also do the dang thing anyway. Not like kind of sort of trying, not halfway in and halfway out, not like fake showing up. Actually do the dang thing. And then here's the kicker, you guys. I'm going to leave you with this. Give it enough time for the fruit to actually come. Remember that the day you plant the seed is not the day you're going to eat the fruit. You've got to work at it. You've got to try, mess up, tweak, get back up again, try again, ugly cry. Like, I don't know, all the things. It's just part of the journey of building something amazing over and over and over again. you got to put the reps in, okay? And you've got this. If you press play on this, I know you've got this. I know that you're feeling the fear. It's uncomfortable. It's sticky. It's messy. You doubt yourself. You don't know if you're capable. But hello, I know one thing about you. You're wildly capable because you press play on this because you are trying to pursue getting out of this fear-ridden place. You know that you were made for more. You know that this fear is holding you back and keeping you stuck and you don't want to be in that same sad cycle anymore. So feel the fear, but do the dang thing anyway, right? I'm forever rooting for you and I can't wait to see a lot of women. My heart is like, I just want to see a tribe of women who are no longer subscribing to the lie that you have to be fearless, right? Like we're going to change the narrative a little bit. But I also want to see women who are showing the freak up and doing the dang thing. All right. I love you, friends. I will see you right here. Same place, same time on the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love today's topic, it would mean the world to me if you shared this on your social to help spread the word. Tag me at Inspire Beauty Brit so I can see what you're loving and learning along the way. All right, friends. Till next time, let's go out there, take some action.